Alright, what is up everybody? It's your boy Big Red here, back again for another episode of the Sharewell Gang Sense podcast. Um, to be honest guys, this episode really was not easy to do. Um, but it has to be done. We need to have the hard conversation, guys. We need to we need to really have that hard conversation. And my goal when I started this podcast was to when I started this podcast in general, not this episode, was to make it a light and fun and uh, and a, a, a podcast where you can kind of just turn it on and listen to it and kind of, you know, if you're having a bad day or whatever, you can just listen to it and, you know, things can, you know, go well. Um, but today, like, this episode is, that, that, that kind of episode isn't possible. Um, I first want to say that I stand with the black community. And honest to God, everything I say, guys, is going to come straight from the heart. Um, because honestly, like, what happened to George Floyd is, was heartbreaking. My thoughts and prayers go out to his family, man. And, um, and especially to a six-year-old daughter who's never going to see her dad again. And she's also going to have such a distrust for cops, man. She's, she's, she lost her dad and a cop took her, took him away from her. And that is heartbreaking for me to know. That is so heartbreaking. And I feel awful and I, I, I don't even have the words right now because I just feel terrible for her. Um, and, um, but I just want to say now as a white man, I have an opportunity. I have an opportunity to show my privilege. And this is going to sound a lot scripted and, and, and honestly, guys, it's not. I mean, I did write it down, but this is my thoughts all from the heart written now. So if it sounds like, hey, he's just kind of reading, I am reading, but I'm also kind of, you know, gonna, how do I preface it? Like, this all came from me. This all came from my heart. This all came from my thoughts. And it was a number of days worth of writing and kind of thinking and reading and educating. Sorry, I'm tired. Educating myself on the issues because honestly, guys, like this isn't right. This wasn't right. Um, but as I was saying, I yeah, I need to show my privilege. I need to speak up. I need to speak the fuck up because honestly, um, I because honestly, like the black community needs us more than ever. They need us to be allies. I stand with them in this tough time. I know I'll never, you know, guys, I'll know I'll never get to experience racism, but I condemn racism. I'm standing up against racism because it's not right. It's not right that someone has to go through their life fearing for their life every time they see a cop. It's not right. It's not fair. I'm with Colin Kaepernick. Honestly, man, like people should listen to Cap back in 2016. People a million, a million, a million percent should have listened to him. When we had the chance. I support his his protest now then and I support it now. Because it needed to be done. And honestly, I don't I would not be shocked. I will not be shocked if half of, if every single player in the league takes a knee this coming season. 
And honestly, I'd be very, very grateful for that. I just want to say, um, as well, um, going off of the statement, um, when I saw the comments that Drew Brees made initially and what Jake Fromm made, I was disappointed. I was disappointed in them because they have such a huge platform, Drew Brees especially. Um, and I, and I, and he, but knowing now, like, okay, what he said, and I forgive what he says, because honestly, I think he's a great guy, I don't think he's a racist guy, and he really isn't, he's just a good guy in general, so I, 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 but I was disappointed with Jake Fromm, and I, and I definitely think that, um, Jake Fromm's apology was, wasn't, wasn't a good apology, I think he only apologized because he got called out, I think, if he didn't get called out, he wouldn't have apologized. And I think the girl who exposed his ass, I'm proud. I think I'm proud of her because she did, she should have exposed his ass because what he fucking said was wrong. All only elite white people should be able to buy guns. Like, it's fucked up, man. This whole situation, man. Like, honest to god, like this whole situation, like, it's so hard and heartbreaking because I think about like um it's it's hard because um a lot of white people still believe that, you know, I I, I forget who said it, but somebody said like, oh you know, they shouldn't be marching and they shouldn't be doing this and that but like they need to. They need to be doing it. And like I'm really, really proud of um white athletes who have been standing up and speaking out, like Carson Wentz, JJ Watt, Tyler Sagan, Joe Burrow. You know those guys using their platform and their privilege, man. Because like honestly, they they needed to, and I'm so um proud of them. Because those are people that have a huge, 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 huge platform. And they used it. And they, they stand it out for it. And they're saying, this isn't right. And we need, as white people, to listen to black people's stories. We need to hear them out. We need to talk to them. We need to have conversations. We need to kind of, you know, stop speaking for them and kind of listen to them. And stand with them. And that's where I am at with it. Like, when I, like, I'm going to just be honest here, guys. When I watched that video, George Floyd, I, ha- I I watched it probably three, four times. My heart broke every single time I watched it more and more. And why did it break? Because I don't know how how uh, you could, as a human, not value human life. Like, how could you not value someone else's life? Like, he was saying, I can't breathe. He was calling out for his mom. Like he was. Like he was calling out for his mom. And he was saying he couldn't breathe. Like I don't understand. I don't understand how you could just. How you could just let that happen. As a cop. As the other officers. And how you could just do that to someone. And be like you know what I don't care. You know I'm going to be the big bad tough guy. And I'm going to put my knee on someone's fucking neck. Because, like, that really fucking matters. And that fucking really care. You really look like a big tough guy doing that. It's unacceptable. It's unfucking acceptable. Like, 
like when he was shouting for his mom, like I, I thought, you know, that part really like for me hit home. And it hit home because I love my mom more than anything. And I know like I couldn't imagine that being me and having her see me in that position. And like if that ever happened to me or that ever happened to her or that ever happened to anybody I knew, I know I would feel absolutely terrible, but I'd also I would just I I didn't I couldn't imagine it, you know? I couldn't imagine being in that position whether it was being the cop or whether it was being George. I don't know how you can put your knee on someone's neck for nine minutes. That was such a disregard for life. I don't understand how, you know, like, I don't understand. Like, it's absolutely, like, there's no need for it, man. Like, there's really, like, no fucking need for it. You had him in the cops. Put him in the back of the car and go, and that's it. That's absolutely all you got to do. And especially, like, I'm not, especially because... You know this is the day and age where you do something, someone's whipping out their phone immediately and videotaping it. You're not safe in this world no more to do things, which is honestly good because it's used for good, but it's also can be used for bad. But it's used for good majority of the time, and in this situation, it was used for good. The person who pulled out their phone and filmed it, I'm glad they did because those cops deserve to be taken down. And like they're like I don't I don't yeah. Like there's no there was no fucking need for that. To put your knee on his neck, there was no need. And fuck, there was like there's a, there's so many ways that could have been avoided. Like the the whole situation, you know, the guy who put the cop Derek the Derek Chauvin guy. You know, the one way it could have been avoided was, you know, this guy has a past. He has a past of violent arrests. Fire his ass after the first. Like, fire him. Like, he doesn't deserve to have a job if this is how he's going to act. Fucking fire his ass. Two, um, the other cops, man, not holding him accountable. Letting it happen. Watching it happen. Just standing there and saying to the people filming, fuck out of here, stop doing this, why are you doing that, let him do his job, like, and just letting him do that for nine minutes is utterly, 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 utterly ridiculous. Like, like, they failed their job. At the one, like, they have one thing, they swore, they swore to serve and protect, and they fucking didn't do that. Because they killed a guy. And I hope, but I don't, I don't like, I don't want to see violence on anybody. But I hope when they're in jail, somebody fucking gets their ass and fucking beats the living shit out of them. Puts their neck on, puts their knee on their neck and see how they like it. Because honestly, like, that's fucked up, man. How could you idly stand by and not do nothing about it? Like, there's so, like, that shit, like, that shit pissed me off the most. Because you know what, like, there's so many good men and women officers who are overshadowed and like they're fucking lumped in with these bad fucking cops because there's like they're lumped in with these bad cops because people kind of you know see the bad and don't really see the good and the cops that are doing good they never really get that recognition but when a cop fucks up um everyone knows it's like um like um 
I guess like a um like I don't know how to like, describe it, but like when one person like the one big like if you're a superstar athlete, everyone's waiting for you, waiting for you, waiting for you to do like you do good all the time, you're doing all good, you're doing everything good, you're a saint, you're the best person in the world. Everyone's trying to watch you fuck up. Someone wants to see you fuck up. And the minute you do, everyone jumps on you. I.e. Drew Brees. The guy won multiple man of the year. This guy has been an amazing player in the league. He's a great dude off the field. He's a great family man. The minute he says a thing in the video, everyone's quickly jump on the guy. And it's the same shit with the fucking... Which, rightfully so, they should have jumped on him for what he said. But I'm proud of what he said. Um, um, about Donald Trump and saying, you know what, I don't fuck with you kind of deal. Like, pretty much saying that, like... Um, like, saying, like, the focus is not on the flag. Like, it's not on the flag. But, but to shift our attention to the real issues, including racism and police brutality. Like, that... That is what it is for. That is why people are upset. Of, that's why people are taking knees on the flag uh, and during the national anthem. It's not because they'd want to disrespect the army and they want to disrespect the the boys in blue and the U.S. Army. Like they're doing it because they're fed up with the shit that's going on, and they're like, you know what, we're taking a knee. And that's smart. I appreciate that. And I like that they do that. Um, but I'm just mad that these cops are the ones. I'm mad. Like, they're just like, I don't get it. You got to hold. I think the biggest thing now is holding each other accountable as cops. If you hold each other accountable every single time you make an arrest, everything will go a lot smoother. Check your guys. Check the people. Because at the end of the day, this fucking shit is fucking stupid, man. Because, like... Like, it, it, it fucking, like... Breaks my heart. That this shit of police brutality keeps happening in America. And, like, I, I, I just want to say, like... Canada's no better, though, you know? Shit, like, look at Montreal, look at Toronto. One of the biggest parts of our history is like and i know like I, I want people to understand like canada is also racist as much as people want to say we're not we are if not worse like our past is racist our past it may not have been to black people but it was to indigenous kids you know it was to like the biggest part of our history man for those of you who don't know are is residential fucking schools and for those of you who listen to my podcast who aren't Canadian, because I know there's a few of you who aren't, residential schools were basically um, white white priests would take kids, indigenous kids off the, off the reservation, take them away from their family, take away from their home, put them into these schools where they basically like, said, your culture is bad. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and your culture is bad, and we want to whitewash your culture. Like, we're killing the Indian and the child, as someone said one time. Like, they're taking away everything that they know. They're stripping them about their identity. They're cutting their hair. They're abusing them physically, sexually, emotionally. They're, like, like, fuck. Like, like the law school didn't fucking close till 1998. Like, that's ridiculous. 
Which honestly, like, that's crazy. But like, honestly, like the point I'm trying to make is like, like, racism of any kind is not acceptable. And I and I and I hate when I I hate people saying, well, like, why are only people saying Black Lives Matter when all lives matter? Well, all lives do matter. But right now, Black lives are the ones who matter. Right now, they've always been the ones who matter. But every life matters. But right now, we need to focus on Black lives because we need to see a change. Because if we don't start fucking seeing a change, man, like, like it's fucked. Like, we're not going to get, like, we need a change. We need people in the African-American community to not feel scared when they see a cop. To not feel like they're going to, you know, be judged based on their skin. That they're going to die because of the color of their skin. Like, that, like that's ridiculous, man. And, like, like, and it frustrates me. And, like, uh, I, we need to have, there needs to be a change. And people need to start having hard, hard, hard conversations with themselves, with their families, with people they know. And they need to start, you know, looking themselves in the mirror and saying, you know what? Am I going to be a part of the change or am I going to continue to be the person that I was, that I am, who believes in it? And I, I'm not trying to tell you don't believe in the shit you believe in, but at the same time, stand with the people that need you right now. Black Lives Matter needs you. They need you, the African-American community needs you. They need your support, they need your love, they need everything. Because at the end of the day, they're going through a whole lot, a whole lot, a whole lot of shit. That's not fun. And I don't care, you know, about anything else. This shit should never have happened in the first place. George Floyd should not have lost his life. Now, I'm going to tell you, like, this episode, guys, is going to be short. It's not going to be a long one because I want to make this one pretty concise, but I want to get my point across. And I I just want to say, like, like, I'm pissed off and, like, and I'm, I'm upset and things need to change. I keep saying that. Everyone needs to choose love over hate. Listen, like, listening over talking. And honestly, guys, like I'm going to make this a really, I, as I said, I'm going to make it a short episode. I'm going to finish this episode off by saying, justice for George Floyd. All lives matter, but right now, more than ever, we need to listen to black, the black community. As, as in the wise words of uh, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, said, the black community has gone, uh, needs our help. They have been unheard for far too long. Open your ears and listen. Speak and speak. This isn't politics, it's human rights. Like, George Floyd should be alive. He had the right to live. It's human rights. It's not fair. I stand with you guys. I stand with the black community. And honestly, we're stronger together. And in other words, in, in the wise words of Macklemore, I might not be the same, but that's not important. No freedom till we're equal. Damn right, I support it. I'm not black, but I hear you. I'm not black, but I support you. I mourn with you, and I'm not black, but I see you. And honestly, guys, one love, man. One love. 
all of us together as a human race can be the change that we want to see. If everyone steps up, everyone believes in it, everyone consistently continues to hold each other accountable and stand with each other in these hard times, we will see a change that we want to see. Be the, that, a quote, uh, another quote I want to just say is, be the change you want to see in the world. Be the change that you want to see in this world. We all need to be that change. We all need to be that. I stand with you. I ride with you. And honestly, man, again, it's still, it's still the most, it's, it's heartbreaking. I'm just going to say it again. It's heartbreaking and disturbing. And my prayers and thoughts and everything go to every single man, woman, and child. And that's to endure the effects of racism in our society. And I want to just say my thoughts and prayers also go out to George Floyd again and his family. And especially his six-year-old daughter. He's never going to get to see her dad again. And that is heartbreaking for me. I'm going to end this episode off real quick here. By saying it again and reading off the last little bit of my statement that I wrote. I'm not black, but I hear you. I'm not black, but I support you. I'm not black, but I mourn with you. I'm not black, but I see you. One love. Black Lives Matter. Justice for George Floyd.